Yo, what is up everybody? It's your boy, Gerald, coming to you from the God Talk Podcast. I'm going to make this quick. I'm going to make this uh, short. Um, I don't got much to talk about this week, uh, except mostly uh, about some movies that I have uh, been recently diving into. Uh... Yeah, so this is going to be kind of like a movie review, but I'm going to sprinkle in a couple other things. Uh, let's let's first of all talk about uh, basketball. Uh, if you don't know, uh, if you're unaware, if you've been living under a rock, Toronto Raptors have won the NBA uh, championship, the first in franchise history. Uh, they beat Golden State. Four to two in the series, uh, to basically uh, stop a uh, a dynasty from the Golden State Warriors, uh, a three peat. Kawhi Leonard, you know the standout uh, player for Toronto, is hailed as um, the major contributor to that, which is why he was given uh, Finals MVP. All that good stuff, you know. If you're not familiar with Kawhi Leonard, he's the dude with the that super awkward laugh. <laughs> you know that laugh. <laughs> that 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 one. Uh, if you don't know, Google Kawhi Leonard laugh. Uh, it's priceless. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So they are the champions, so congratulations to them. Uh, yeah, good work, fellas. Bringing it home for your city. Uh, it's never been done, but now everybody in Toronto is going to have to pay uh, damn near twice as much for a ticket. And that's what happens. When your city wins a championship, the thing that you pray for the most when your team wins, they reward you by uh, boosting up the price of admission to that stadium that is it's just genius it's the most um it makes the most sense that i've ever heard in my life you know all these people that supported you when you weren't a champion now you're going to make them pay more money just because you became a champion uh which doesn't necessarily mean you know paying that extra money that they're going to forever be champions they're going to just continue to win not everybody can beat golden state you know so uh yeah i i never did understand why why they did that like i first experienced that with uh uh the seahawks i used to go to the seahawks you know not a lot but i went a few times and you could buy tickets back back in the day for like Shit, 20 bucks sometimes. They would have nosebleeds, but still, $20 could get you into the stadium to watch the game, and you could have a great time. I think now, like, the the lowest ticket is, like, $75 or something like that, 60 bucks somewhere in that neighborhood, and that's all because they won the Super Bowl, and, you know, it's, it's great that they won the Super Bowl, but at the same time, it's like, fuck. I, now I got to pay 
for a halfway decent seat, you know, that's not cool. And not to mention, you know, season tickets and all that good stuff. So, yeah, they they need to fix that system uh, as far as, you know, rewarding your fans, especially, you know, the people and taxpayers that are in those cities that are basically funding the that stadium and all that good stuff. How are you going to boost the price on them like that? Uh, if you're a resident and you buy your ticket, you should get, you know, your, your ticket price should remain the same. Uh, you know, if you're coming from out of town, I can see how that could be different. But anyway, uh, you know, I digress. Uh, what else do I want to talk about before I get to the movies? Um, oh, this past week. Uh, there was a couple of days this week where here in Washington, uh, especially here in the uh, Puget Sound region, uh, we got some really high temperatures, talking about 90s. And anybody that's, you know, a, a real friend or family member of mine who uh, has access to my Facebook page, uh, most likely saw my post about uh, when it gets over 70 degrees outside, it's just dumb. You know, it just, it just does not ever need to be over 70 degrees. Legitimately. It like, I can, I could make an argument for 75. I could concede 75, but Anything over that is just ridiculous for me. It's just too fucking hot. Now, you jumping up to the 90s, 91, 93. Like, come on, man. What are y'all doing out here? Global warming is real. Like, cooking. You could cook an egg on the sidewalk at 93 degrees. Come on, man. It's just too hot. We got to do something with that. We we got to figure this global warming thing out. Um, I'm not calling for ice age. I'm just calling for moderate weather. Moderate. Like, I want my weather to be a C student at best. Give me the 70 percentile. That's all I'm asking for. That's I need a C student. Just enough to play sports. Just enough to, you know, contribute on the extracurriculars. I don't need a overzealous and uh, just go-getter weather ever. I don't need, you know, A-plus weather out here. Meaning I don't need 90 and above. Cause y'all y'all bugging for that. Like it's it's too damn hot. It's too damn hot. Like I legit had to pull. I had to put a fan in front of my sliding glass door and blow air from outside to cool my house because the air inside got so fucking hot that we we were dying inside. My dog is sitting there. 
she over there, she like, what the fuck is this? It was cool just a week ago. <laughs> but now, I'm dying. For real, it's, it's too much. You know, I gotta, I'm, I'm really considering just going out and getting this air conditioner. You know, wifey is not gonna like it. As we're not, you know, supposed to be spending money like that. But the longer I wait, the, the less likely, you know, these air conditioners are going to be available. And if these last couple of days are any indication of what the summer's going to be like, we're going to die in here. Like, legit, we're going to die. And when the house gets hot, it's like... I don't care what you do. I don't care what type of uh, cleaners you use or what type of uh, fragrances you have around your house. For some reason, when it gets hot and you have no way of like circulating cool air through your house, it just makes your house feel like it stinks. Like it just smells just off and it might all be in your head. It might not be the case, but it just feels like it just stinks. Like, it's just, and it was just humid. That's why it was not just hot. It was hot and humid. So you just sitting there sweating. And it's like, ugh, oh my God, nigga. I don't, I do not need weather this fucking hot ever. Like I said, there's no reason for that. What? What plant or what food source grows in that type of environment that we need that type of heat? Whatever that is, I don't want that shit. I can live without it. Whatever that is, I can legit live without it. That, those last couple of days were murder. And I got a little air conditioner, it's a little roll away one and... You know, you're supposed to load it up with cold water and ice uh, packs and all that stuff and have the, the water, um, you know, circulates through the pipes in there and it blows the air around and blah, 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 blah. But uh, that shit don't cool the whole house. Like, you got to be within five feet of that thing in order to fill it. Uh and having it on all day, it's like, nah. The 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 AC was like, it's hot. That's how hot it was. So, yeah, I might have to just pull the trigger and and get it. You know, uh, she ain't gonna like it, uh, but she gonna thank me when the house stays cool. Cause getting that air conditioner is a lot cheaper of a solution than trying to install a, a cooling system in the house. And then you're talking about five, eight, ten grand, and uh, I ain't got it. I mean, so I could spend a couple hundred bucks on the air conditioner and be good. Uh, what else? I think I think that's pretty much it. Uh, besides, you know, my mute, my movie stuff. Uh, no, there's one other thing. Hey, uh, that, uh, what, what was that shit called? Uh, damn, I just had it. Um, profoundly. 
that was going around on Facebook. That got to be like the fastest fad that ever came and went on social media. Like you you got ice bucket challenges. You got um, the all the different dance challenges and the shiggy and this and that. And uh, what with the Drake shit, the dance, all, all the different challenges, right? And they last a little bit. They last, you know, a couple weeks, a month, or whatever. But this profoundly thing, where you can write somebody anonymously and say whatever you want, or feel, or ask questions, or whatever to whoever, uh, that has to be like the fastest. Uh, fad that came and went ever because it was here one day and it was gone the next um so yeah what what's up with that i don't know i don't know if anybody even remembers it it was literally like a month ago or two months ago and haven't heard anything about it since i wonder if there's anybody uh missing it and hoping that it comes back Anyway, um, on to my movie reviews. Um, if you guys have Netflix, there's a movie that I suggest all of you watch. A couple of these movies are on uh, Netflix right now, actually. Um, but, yeah, uh, a movie that I suggest that you guys watch on Netflix is called I Am Mother. This is, um, you know, for anybody that's been listening to this for any amount of time, even going back to my older episodes um, of uh, the podcast, you will know that I have a huge dislike and mistrust for artificial intelligence and, you know, technological advances. Uh, That doesn't mean that I don't understand our need for certain, you know, things. Uh, Cell phones are important. Uh, Computers are important. Uh, You know, there's a lot of different applications where technology benefits humanity the right way and, you know, connects us, you know, whether you like that or not, whether you think that has positive effects or negative effects on us either way I understand um, those things uh, you know how they can benefit or be a detriment to humanity but one thing that I don't understand is um, these inventors and and, and we're not pushing the boundaries of artificial intelligence. Um, Siri, you know, I don't have an iPhone, but I'm familiar with Siri. It, it's not 100% perfect. It's not always great. But just consider where we were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Siri is like a huge jump forward you know, in that short amount of time. So in my eyes, it's a success. So 
why go any further than that? I never understand the needs of certain humans to push the boundary to the point to where you can't pull it back. You know, it's that whole Pandora's box, you know, situation where once it's open, it's open and there's no putting the stuff back in, you know. So why even go towards that thing? You know, the, the line has been drawn in the sand and there are some people who ignored the line and just walked right over it. And, um, you know, those people that are building AI are, they're no friend of humanity to me. Uh, and that's just me. And this movie kind of speaks to that point. Uh, you know, I, I really do not like the idea of a robot or android apocalypse where it's man versus machine. But that's what this movie's kind of about. Uh, it definitely has that element. But it's <clears throat> the, the overall story is about uh, this girl being raised by an android. And she calls her mother, and she treats her like it's her mother. Um, and as the mother, she teaches and coaches and all this stuff, and um, just kind of shapes and molds this young woman's mind in a way that it feels is uh, the right way. And by the end of the movie, you find out that mother isn't a innocent, you know, fun-loving android that, you know, we all thought she was, but she has a darker side. And, uh, yeah, it's, if, you know, that sort of stuff freaks you out, but you're still willing to watch it, if it's good, this is good. This is literally, like, I think this movie could be the bridge between Judgment Day and The Matrix. So this is like the middle part, the the years between the actual war uh, with the machines to the point to where there's humans uh, around that they didn't necessarily terminate. So yeah, watch it, get the story, Get back to me. Tell me how you liked it. How you felt about it. Um, but it is legit terrifying. Uh, <clears throat> another movie uh, that I want to talk about, which isn't even out yet, is uh, the Child's Play revamp that they're doing. Uh, has anybody seen this thing? Like Child's Play, the, the famous horror movie... Uh, where the doll comes alive, contains the soul of a of a serial killer uh, type of person. Uh, you know, he puts himself in the doll so he can live forever, and you know he ends up regretting it and wants to transfer his soul into a human host. And he finds a little boy. <clears throat> uh, the little boy, you know thinking this is his imagination or that the toy is supposed to talk and do these things. Uh, 
realizes later on in the movie that no, this doll is different. You know, this doll is a killer. Um, that's child's play. So now they're remaking it, and I don't have a problem with that. But they are definitely tinkering with the story. Um, they're trying to make it more modernized. They're saying that Chucky can now move throughout the internet uh, because whoever created him uh, gave him those capabilities to upgrade uh, pretty much, you know, seamlessly uh, with whatever, you know, computer face there is, uh, interface, sorry, um, <coughs> which means he can be anywhere at any time and you know as long as there's a Wi-Fi connection he can transfer his consciousness to the other side of the planet um, which is why you know that makes it terrifying that kind of leads back into you know the last movie I was talking about uh, but I'm not really feeling that shit one because I had a huge uh, aversion to Child's Play. I watched it way too young. It really fucked me up. I had this Alf doll that was like my favorite thing. I used to sleep with it all the time. You know, he was my buddy. Um, Alf was dope as shit. And then uh, one day my mom came into the room and I was like, Who are you talking to? And I was, you know, Alf was right there in the bed. Um, I thought I was having a full-blown conversation with this doll uh, because this movie fucked me up <laughs> and I thought he could talk to me. And then when I realized that my mom couldn't hear him, I was like, oh, maybe maybe uh, he's going to try to put an okey-doke on me like Chucky did in that movie. So then I got super scared and instead of sleeping with Alf all the time, I would put him in the closet and close the, the closet door and then it would take me forever to go to sleep because I swear, you know, he was going to come out of there and, and, and get me because now he's mad that I put him in the closet uh, instead of, you know, snuggle up, snuggling up next to him. <clears throat> but anyway, that movie fucked me up. And uh, now they're remaking it. But I think it looks stupid as shit because somebody made a meme about it. And it's like, this is not Chucky. This is fucking Donald Trump. And then I look up at the picture at the Chucky doll and I'm like, oh shit. That does look like Donald Trump. I, it legit looks like a baby Donald Trump, but with red hair. It's crazy. So, yeah, it looks stupid. Uh, but I really hate when they remake movies, man, and they just, they bomb. They just don't do it right. They just cannot let things be what they are without trying to, I'm going to add my own secret little sauce to it, man. If the movie was a hit and you want to remake it and retell the story, then just do that. Just make it look better. 
there's nothing wrong with making a a, a movie that came out in the 90s uh, you know turn it into something with high definition or 4k um, there's nothing wrong with that at all so I don't understand why they can't just simplify it instead of trying to go too far with it. uh yeah that's it that's it that's it on that one um oh i'm super late i'm super late to this one it's it's already out on like digital uh and uh i think physical hard copies now and uh you know the stores but captain marvel i've seen every marvel movie um since the first Iron Man, I've seen every single Iron movie or Marvel movie, sorry. And um, this was the last one that I saw, mainly because I wasn't really interested. Captain Marvel was never a character that really, you know, made an impact on me. I saw Avengers Endgame, and I was hoping to see uh, from what everybody else was saying. Oh, she's the strongest Avenger. She's uh, uh, uh. I was waiting to see something in that movie that would make me get hype about seeing her in that movie. And there was nothing there. Nothing that I was impressed with. It was just nah. It's just another woman in the cast. You know, it's not it's not like Thanos came up to you and socked you. And you didn't budge, and you didn't. You just face just stuck there, like, mm. yeah, try again, motherfucker. Like, no, like she wasn't super impressive. She was just okay. Um, and then this this whole movie was just uh, it was okay. I wasn't really impressed with that. You know, this movie. Um, I want to know what you guys think. I know I got a lot of women listening that may have watched it i want to know what you guys think do you feel like uh, if you went to the theaters to see it were were you satisfied did you feel like you know there was money well spent or or did you feel like you got ripped off a little bit or if you just streamed it do you feel like that was a good two hours you know worth of watching the movie you know i feel good about spending two hours watching that movie or do you feel like you wasted time in your life <clears throat> I'm I'm more on the wasting my time in life side of it um, <clears throat> but a movie that I feel like is not going to waste my time and I'm kind of excited to see just because this you know strikes it hits hard um, with you know, those nostalgia strings, which are super powerful. But Toy Story 4 is coming out uh, very, very soon. Um, if it's not out already. Um, but it's coming out. I'm hearing good things about it already. Uh, basically, the storyline that I can tell is the girl that has Woody in the gang now. Uh, that Andy, you know, gave to. I guess they're on a road trip or they're moving or something and the girl ends up losing her favorite toy 
and it's up to Buzz, Woody, and the rest of the gang to rescue said toy and bring that toy back to old girl uh, so she can have her favorite toy. Uh, it sounds pretty basic, but apparently you you can't not see this movie. It's, it's supposedly uh, very good and that's the case I can't wait to see it I can't wait to see it uh, oh last movie <clears throat> last movie and this one's a hard one to talk about because uh, it has some very real world impact on people but it's a documentary that Netflix put out um, and it's called Oh, I believe it's called The Lion's Share. And uh, <clears throat> if you haven't heard, it's about the um, the song, The Lion Sleeps Tonight uh, and The Lion King. And apparently uh, that song was written, or at least in part, or inspired by... Um, this guy in South Africa like 70 years ago and the song had the melody and the, the idea of the song and basically the whole thing had been taken flipped and remixed and used and discarded left and right <sighs> dozens of times excuse me I keep me on it every time but I'm doing this podcast Right, well, not even right after a shift, like two hours after a 12 hour shift. So, suck it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the song had been taken and flipped and remixed and done over and over and over and over again by various different artists, bounced all around the world, um, made it into Disney movie Lion King, uh, not just the uh, animated version but the live action version and come to find out uh, the guy recorded the song so they got you know the idea for the song and the melody the main melody of the song from what he recorded 70 years ago and the guy never received any royalties for that song now mind you uh, at the time, Disney was reportedly saying that they only made about $12 million or $15 million off the song. Uh, so, what what does that leave the family? Well, in the documentary, which I encourage you to, to watch, I'm kind of going to spoil a little bit for you, but in the documentary, they say that uh, his descendants, which are three women, uh, and, his, and his mother died, or I mean, sorry, his wife died, their mother died. Um, but the the children of this guy, and it was Solomon, uh, Solomon something, damn, I should have wrote that down. Um, but yeah, the, these three women, uh, haven't received any royalties 
for all this time, and then they ended up suing um, Disney and some other folks, and it was said that uh, each of the women got $250,000, but just a year or so after getting the money, they were all completely broke. Uh, they're basically accusing uh, the people who were in charge of the trust of robbing them and you know stealing money from them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, the documentary kind of leans more one way than the other. But it also gives them, in my opinion, uh, and, and them, everybody, gives everybody an opportunity to speak their piece. And, you know, they just lay it on the, all on the table. And each, each group of people just kind of walk away from it. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just babbling and speaking incoherently, <sighs> but it's a it's a good movie. It, it sheds a lot of light on Disney and those big mega corporations on how they treat people. And I feel like now I'm not sitting here talking about it. I feel like um, when I was younger, I feel like I heard something about this. Maybe not details or names or anything like that, but I always felt like that question was always in the air or, or at least in the back of my mind. Like, what did Disney do for South Africa or for Africans in general uh, after making this movie? Did they just hire them and employ them uh, to sing the songs because those sound like actual African people? singing the the songs, the main songs of of the movie. So is that what they did by you know uh giving back? Was that it? Just hiring African people to sing in the in the movie? Or did they actually do the right thing at the time, which was settle with the family and in that settlement give them a fair and honest price as to what they were deserved um, considering all the other bullshit uh, that happened anyway yeah that's my podcast I'm, I'm literally sitting here with my eyes closed falling asleep just kind of babbling I have no clue if any of that made sense uh, but we're going to find out later when you guys write me and say, hey, you're kind of all over the place and you sound like you uh, were drinking a little bit. Are you okay? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, no, I wasn't drinking. I was just sleepy. And, you know, when you're sleepy, sometimes you say shit that you wouldn't want to say. Um, see, I can't even talk right now. I'm being serious. I'm, I'm sitting here with my eyes closed. And, uh, yeah, just talking. I need to open them. There we go. Focus on the screen. Uh, bingo. And I'm back. You know, now I'm awake. And 
Now I'm talking to you. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Because <clears throat> uh, I have a shift tonight. And I need to go ahead and go to sleep. And I'm so thankful that uh, my wife is here to um, watch my son. Because that means I don't have to go to sleep and feel guilty that he's up by himself anymore. Uh, at least for the next couple of days. <clears throat> and then I'm off all, all next week and then I can, you know, take one day to get acclimated. And then it's just me and him. <clears throat> anyway, uh, love you guys. Uh, continue to listen, share, post, uh, comment on the on the podcast. I want to hear from you guys. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. Anyway, uh, I'm out of here. And I uh, hope you all have a great day. And uh, yeah, peace.